Hello, this is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. And I am so glad you're here. We are on the second of a three-part series with our special guest, Joan Rosenberg, PhD, and author of the book, 90 Seconds to a Life You Love, How to Master Your Difficult Feelings. This is the second of a three-part series. And Joan, in this episode, talks about how our feelings manifest in physical ways and that there aren't really bad feelings they're just informing us and how we should reflect and pay attention to those so here we go one of the things that you do in the book that i think is important because everyone does experience these emotions a little bit differently is you talk about the physical way we experience Yes. Talk yes. a little bit about that. Sure. And that, again, that, that'll help people to kind of understand the method piece of it. The, again, the, so that the, the, the way people experience, uh, and, the, and the, what I want to do is kind of give, a, give you a strategy to, yeah, to take away here. And, and that's the, so that the way I talk about it is kind of a reset in the book. And, and to my colleagues, uh, I'm grateful to a colleague that called it the Rosenberg Reset. So I, yeah. I just adopted I I it. Um, I never would have done that on my own. So the, so it, the reset is one, uh, one choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. So the, and the one choice is really what we've been talking about all, all along. It's awareness. Uh, we're choosing into awareness as opposed to avoidance. So the busy, busy, busy that you talked about is distraction. That's avoidance. And, and uh, I mean, is some of it necessary, of course, but it's not necessary in the absence of us being aware. And let's point out that sometimes it's, we've become addicted to that. Oh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so choosing yourself out of that is an important part of the process as well. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there's, you can find all sorts of things. I, there's, I think 35 different ways I describe distractions in, in chapter four. So um, it's an inter, that's an interesting little chapter on its own. But so, so what I'm asking people to do is to, choose into awareness to be as aware of and in touch with as much of their moment to moment experiences that, as possible. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, the check mark, big neon sign, what do we need to do? Put it around awareness. And then the second part is the eight feelings. I've already talked about the eight feelings. And then the third part in terms of being able to experience and move through those eight feelings is involved with the 90 second piece. Now I want to make the correct attribution uh, the a lot of this came out, and the formula, if you will, came out of all the different kind of neuroscience research that was coming out that started in the late 90s and moving well into now the 2000s. And the neuroscientists were talking about, uh, one, that most of us experience our emotional feelings in our body first. So that, so that our, our feelings aren't, aren't a head experience. They're actually a bodily sensation experience. And, and so the, the, what Jill Bolte-Taylor talks about, when a, when a feeling is triggered, that she was the one, the neuroscientist that made the observation and to which I have deferred the 90 seconds to. Mm-hmm. So her, her comment was, when a feeling gets triggered, then there's a rush of biochemicals that flood into the bloodstream. And those, bi- those biochemicals activate bodily sensations. 
And, and then those same biochemicals flush out of the bloodstream in roughly, I would consider an upper range of, of about 90 seconds. So again, if I go back to the question I talked about at the very beginning, it was like, what, what makes it so difficult for people to tolerate unpleasant feelings? And, and so I had two real keys here, and I was always telling people to ride the waves, but I didn't understand why I was telling people to ride the waves. I was doing it intuitively, and then when the neuroscience came out, it was like, oh, I get it. So, and what dawned the on me- second wave is a literal yeah, wave. Absolutely, absolutely. But here's, here was the turning point for me. And, and, and where it was like I had one of those kind of aha moments. What I, really, I think everybody wants to, to experience unpleasant feelings. Believe it or not, they're actually the feelings that protect us. So, so why do they exist? Because it, they have a protective nature. You're angry about something, you're going to move away from it, right? So, so that, so that fe- unpleasant feelings, notice I never call them bad or negative because they're not. And I would say language change change it to unpleasant, unsettling, uncomfortable, unwhatever, but just change it over away from bad or negative. So now you have these unpleasant feelings and the, the kind of that dawning piece for me was, oh, it's not that we don't want to feel the whole range of what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. We don't want to feel the bodily sensation because it so, feels so unpleasant in our bodies Right. That helps us know what we're feeling emotionally. So that if we have something that helps us, one, understand it's only a bodily sensation we have to tolerate, and two, that it's short-lived, then most people can say, well, I can do that. So once I, once I got that, then I was able to go, hey, we're talking about a 90-second wave. Mm-hmm. Is it more? Is it just one? No. You have to ride one or more 90-second bodily sensation waves. But if you can do that, you can stay present to the unpleasant feeling, and then you can gain all the benefits on the other side, which is to gain insights that you wouldn't gain otherwise, and, and frankly, to live a more alive, fully enriched life, so, and authentic life. And authentic life. And I find that, and, and Brene Brown has talked about the, the numbing of those feelings. We, we, we try not to feel things that feel bad, and that's the worst thing that we can do. Absolutely. absolutely. That puts us in this really awful coping kind of situation that's not going to allow us to move to the other side mm-hmm. of whatever's causing that. I have a couple of clients that are going through divorce and it's part of our coaching, even though it's business coaching too, we're talking about that. And I said, the worst thing you can do is not feel how much this is, this hurts. This is bad. Whether you wanted the divorce or whether you didn't, it's bad feelings. You've got to allow yourself to feel that if you're going to get to the other side. I'm going to change your language. It's not bad feelings. It's right. Oh yes. Okay. Right. I'm I'm still in training. No, it's so true. Yes. Yeah. It's informing you. It's yes, informing. So, I love that. It's informing you. Okay? So just, just think of your unpleasant feelings are informing you, just like your pleasant ones are. You're going to want to move towards the, the things that, that bring ple- that pleasant experience. Yeah, and the half a bottle of wine to get over the unpleasant feelings tonight doesn't mean the unpleasant feeling isn't going to be there tomorrow waiting for you with the hangover. <laughs> right, yes, and, and the, just distraction doesn't work. It never does. Then you have another problem layered on top of the first problem. So. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, so let's back up and, and get people caught back up. So, so 
one, one say choice. the process again. So one, there. Choice, one choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. So that the choice is to, to stay in awareness, to, to be aware of as much of your moment-to-moment experience as possible, to be able to experience and move through sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration. Okay. With an understanding that what you're doing is you're riding one or more 90-second bodily sensation waves so that you can stay present to those eight unpleasant feelings. Think of, think of being in the ocean or on a river or wherever you are, and what you're doing is you're riding the waves. So you can boogie board, you can canoe, you can kayak, <laughs> you, can, you can water ski. I don't care how you do it, but, but just understand that all you have to do is stay present to the bodily sensation. And then if you really want to take it one step further, try to see if you can be aware of what your feeling is connected to. It's like, what's evoking this? What's provoking this? How come I'm feeling? Gotcha. Gotcha. Sometimes it's stuff that's in the moment. And if it's an intense reaction that seems out of place and out of proportion to what's going on in the moment, then you can darn well believe that it's connected to the past or it's bound to be connected also to something that's in the past. And so you can then go, all right, this is, this is, I had such a big blowout in this moment. Mm-hmm. This is not just about this exchange with the, storekeeper mm-hmm. the retail person this what 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 else is being triggered for me here and then right. stay open and aware to what comes right one of the things that this reinforces is that our brains are in charge of everything hmm. you've got to take care of yourself because you're taking care of your brain that allows you to experience these things like your brain is working every single day to make sure you survive and thrive, right? And the more we can take care of ourselves, whether it's through healthy food and and movement and choices, the better we're able then to deal with our emotions because your brain is the one dealing with the emotions that we're feeling, right? uh, Right. Well, the brain is processing the experience, right? It's uh, all the, for most people, the, the, uh, experience part, the body part and the experience part is being processed by the right hemisphere and of the brain. And then the left hemisphere is attaching words to the experience. Mm-hmm. So it's so that the left is always wanting to create a story. So it's, it's, um, it's trying to make sense of. And so the left logical linear side of our brain is putting words to the experience that we're having. And the more we do that, frankly, the more we're able to kind of uh, provide a narrative and, and give a narrative to our life experience, the healthier we become. I love that. Anything you can connect to story matters a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I'm not coming down. So by now, I'm sure you've already gone to the Amazon link and bought the book. And if you haven't, I highly recommend it. So we're on to the third of this three-part series. So keep binging, keep listening. I'm not coming down. I never liked it on the ground. I'm not-